What can I do to quickly lose weight when I notice that I've gained 10 pounds? I'm Joy the Detox Coach and my personal definition of a detox is a specified period of time where you release or subtract whatever is weakening the body and mind and you rebuild with whatever is strengthening the body and mind. So this is the first question we're gonna answer today. Again, it's what can I do to quickly lose weight when I notice that I've gained 10 pounds? Here's the deal, and this is very important for you guys to realize. I, in my book, R3 Diet, I have a phrase, I call it your fire alarm weight, okay? What is your fire alarm weight? Your fire alarm weight is the weight that you are when you know you need to take action right away. Think about this, nobody wakes up and they're like, oh crap, I'm 50 pounds overweight. Nobody wakes up and are like, what? How did I get to be 100 pounds overweight? There is a process. There are five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds that you gained first. So how come you did not notice that and take action then? So what I call it is your fire alarm weight, okay? So what that means is this is when the siren should go off in your head that you need to do something different immediately, okay? When you're riding down the street and there's an ambulance behind you, what happens? It puts its signals on and you know that an alarm is going off, you need to do something and take action immediately. You don't wait. You don't freaking wait and say, oh, there's an ambulance behind me, let me wait for about 20 minutes and then I'll pull over. No, it means take uh, action effective immediately. And that's what has to happen when you hit your fire alarm weight. That is when you should know that something needs to change effective immediately, okay? Effective immediately. So what is your fire alarm weight? What should it be? What is that weight that should cause you to take action effective immediately? Well, for keep in mind, for women especially, there is a five to 10 pound uh, range that you can fluctuate within um, a certain time of the month. So if it's that time where you have a lot of water retention, that time of the month, um, just different hormonal levels, then it can range, it can fluctuate. So what you want to do is you want to include that and, and or consider that as you're thinking about your fire alarm weight. So based on your body frame should determine what your desired weight is. Most people, let me say this again, most people are a small body frame. I have put, I have taken the measurements of thousands of people and most people are a small body frame, not medium, not large frame, small. So with that being the case, based on your body frame, you determine what your desired weight should be. And then when you weigh yourself, when you notice like, man, all of a sudden, and there's signs that you can tell that more than likely you've gained a few pounds and that you're getting close to your fire alarm weight. You may say, man, I'm having a lot of cravings lately. Man, I'm wanting a lot of sweets. I'm wanting a lot of salty snacks. I'm wanting a lot of fried foods. That is a sign that more than likely you are close or have surpassed your fire alarm weight. And so you wanna weigh yourself and check. And then if you have surpassed it, you want to take action immediately. My recommendation always in that case is to do a detox. 
hands down, that's the best thing you can do. Hands down. It's the fastest, safest, healthiest form of action you can take when you have um, reached or surpassed your fire alarm weight. Now, I want to say this. I want to say this about your fire alarm weight. Most people don't have one. They don't have one. So what should it be? I just told you. It should be about 10, 5 to 10 pounds more than what you want to stay at as your desired weight. So if your desired weight, based on you being a small body frame and 5'7 height, it might be 128 pounds. So 128 pounds is the, the, the weight that you want to stay at. So maybe 134 pounds is your fire alarm weight. When you hit 134 pounds, you take action effective immediately, okay? So determine what your desired weight is, add five pounds to that, maybe at the most 10 pounds to that, and you know when you hit your fire alarm weight, you take action effect immediately. Thank you. That question came in from Tennessee, Tennessee Mountain, baby. Um, so also, if you have a question for Ask Joy, the Detox Coach, go ahead and especially now that I'm on face, uh, not Facebook, uh, YouTube Live, put your question in the comment and put where you're sending it from, where you are in the world. And then you never know, I might answer it here live on YouTube Live. I will be on YouTube Live each Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. I will be on the podcast and the radio show live every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, okay? So obviously, if you don't catch me live, you can go and um, listen to the recording at um, any of, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, okay? All right, let's go to question number two. Question number two, I heard that juices are not good for you because the fiber has been removed. That question came in from Michigan. Oh, I'm about to get on my soapbox right now. Here's the deal. Yes, the fiber has been extracted when you drink a juice that has been juiced. However, it, it has a purpose. It's just a different purpose than a smoothie. A smoothie has the fiber still intact. So when you drink a smoothie, it's going to help you with your stool so that you have regular bowel movements. It's, it, its purpose is to do that. But when you drink a juice, that's not its purpose. Its purpose is actually to bypass the digestive process and when you bypass the digestive process, you actually are getting those nutrients in concentrated amounts. So you're getting all those nutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, phytonutrients, you're getting them in concentrated amounts because the fiber has been removed, extracted, and the only thing that's left are the values, okay? The values, the benefits from those whatever fruit, vegetables, uh, herbs that you're juicing. So that's why they both serve a different purpose, but they both are very, very important. So I highly recommend that you include both in your diet. You wanna include juices, you wanna include smoothies. So I hope that answered your question. Also on that, I do wanna say that there is, uh, this drives me freaking bananas when I look and I see that people are calling their smoothies juices. No, sweets. Just because it's in liquid form does not mean it's a juice. There, so far, has never been an invention created that can juice and make smoothies 
aka blend in the same piece of equipment. So there's not one piece of equipment that can blend and juice. So you either have a juicer on your counter or you have a blender on your counter. You do not have both, I can assure you. That it does not do both. It does not have both functions. So find out what you have. Is it a juicer or is it a blender? Do you have a juice in front of you or do you have a smoothie in front of you? Two different things. All right. Last question. Oh, before I give you the last question, let me give you my random little fun question of the day. And my random fun question of the day is, Joy, what is your pet peeve? <laughs> okay. So this pet peeve is ridiculous. It really is. But this is a pet peeve of mine. And that is when I reach to grab an ink pen and it doesn't work. When I reach to grab an ink pen and it doesn't work, let me just tell you, the type of mad, the type of anger I experience, I really need to do my own work on myself for that because it really shouldn't be that serious. It really shouldn't. I wish it could be like it is for most people where you grab it and you start writing and you see that it doesn't work. You're like, oh shoot, this doesn't work. Let me go grab another one. It's not like that for me. Let me tell you what I do when I grab an ink pen that doesn't work. <laughs> so I grab the ink pen that does not work and I start to try and write with it. And then, you know, it's not coming out. So I like start scribble scrabbling all over the paper trying to hope that putting pressure on it will cause it to start to write. That doesn't work either. So now I'm freaking mad. So I get up, I break the pen in half, I throw it in the trash can and I get another pen and I'm like, oh, like why, why? Okay, yeah, like I mentioned, I need some help in that department. I can admit it, I can admit it. The first step to help in any situation is always awareness. I am aware that it drives me bananas. I am aware I admit it, do you hear me? Okay. Question number three, I hate my job. You teach to follow your passions. Should I quit my job? Okay, so here's my answer to that. And it's so funny because everybody answers this question in different ways. Different coaches answer this question in different ways. So the way I answer it is you have to know yourself, okay? You have to know yourself. I am a personality type that when I set my mind to do something, hell and high water cannot stop me. Do you hear me? When I set my mind to do something, I go for it with so much tenacity and courage and passion that it, it, the force, that force, that's actually energy. That force, that energy is powerful. It is powerful when you set a goal and you go after it with like everything in you and you put all your attention on it, you put all your energy towards it. So when I say you have to base it on your personality type, some personality types are not like that. Some personality types, they want security, they want to make sure they kind of have a cushion so that if it doesn't work, they can fall on the cushion. They like to have a plan B. I don't believe in plan Bs, I don't. I don't believe in plan Bs. Why, why would you have a plan A? Why would God give you a plan A? Put a plan A in your heart. Put a plan A in your spirit. Put a plan A in your mind and then not give you the ability to make it happen. 
Why? That, that's torture. Would you do that to your kid? Would you do that to your kid? Yes or no? Would you have a kid that you birthed into this world, carried that kid for nine months, okay? Carried that kid for nine months in your belly, went into labor for who knows freaking how long, delivered that kid, raised that kid for 18 years, and that kid asked you for something, and you tell them, this is yours. You have the ability to do this. You have the gifts to do this. You have everything you need to do this. But then gives you like this, like torture, this, this freaking plot twist and comes along and says, you know what? I changed my mind. No, you can't do it. Nope, you can't have it. Nope, it's not yours. That's torture. Who would do that? So I'm telling you, if you have a desire, if you have something on the inside of you that you feel that you want to share with the world, that you feel that you want to create, that you feel that you want to express, then I'm telling you there's 7.8 billion people on the planet. Nobody can make it happen but you. There's nobody else that can create it the way you can create it. There's nobody that can put their special secret sauce on it the way you can do it. So why, why would you give all that up? Why would you stop that and have a plan B, which is more than likely gonna be subpar? More than likely is not gonna be your true passion. More than likely is not going to be really, really, really what you love. You might like it, you might have the ability to do it, but it's not what you really were put on this earth to do. It's not really what gets you up every day and lights you up and gets you to jump out of bed and start a, you know, going to towards it, going towards it with a passion, going towards it with energy. I'm gonna tell you all right, th- right now, guys, because this is important. I don't think people realize this. Everything you do each day requires energy, okay? Energy, energy in motion is emotion. So we're putting our, even me doing this right now, I'm putting my emotion into this. That is my energy in motion. It is transformative. It is contagious. It is, it, it is um, dynamic. It is, tra- it can transmute. So that means not only is it something that I possess, but as, as you listen to me or as you watch this, it is going to get into your cellular system where all of a sudden you feel better, you feel stronger, you feel more powerful, you feel lighter, you feel like you have the potential to do what you want to do and desire to do as well, okay? So knowing that I don't put my energy into anything that doesn't, that isn't a heck yes to me. That isn't a capital Y, capital E, capital yes. Has to feel good in my spirit, my mind, and my soul. I have to look forward to it, okay? So you have to do the same thing. Why, if you're only allotted so much energy per day in your cup, let's say you're allotted 30 ounces of energy in your cup per day. So every time you have a conversation with someone, every time you, especially if you get highly emotionally charged at something, meaning getting really angry, or getting really excited about something. You're expending a lot of energy. When you have conversations with people, you're expending energy. When you're talking to people, when you're working on something, when you're working on a project, when you're trying to put something together, when you're when you're going out and exercising or going out and connecting with other people, even when you walk past people in the grocery store, there's an energy exchange. So knowing that, You'd be very careful about your energy. You will not let people be vampire energy uh, suckers, suck your energy out, suck you dry. You not allow people to do that. 
because you know that your energy is priceless. It's actually even more powerful than your time, okay? It's your energy. It is what you are putting out there from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed. You are giving it to people. You are giving it to others. Hopefully, you're giving some to yourself as well. So why would you do that if your plan A lights you up, makes you come alive, and we're here on this earth, this is not a great freaking dress rehearsal from what I know. This is the real deal. So why would you give that up? Why would you give that away? Why would you give what you really want to do away? Give me one good reason. Give me one good reason why that would be an option for you to give it up, to not just put all your energy towards that. Because if you, this is actually why I don't like when people say I'll do it on the side. This is why I don't like it unless you have a big reason why you have to wait. The reason why I don't like it is because now that project is getting a watered down version of you. It's not getting your full capacity. It's getting a, you're giving a big percentage to your J-O-B and then you're giving leftovers to your plan A. Why would you do that? So don't ask me. I'm not the right person to ask because I'm gonna say go big or go home. That's my motto, that's been my motto all my life. Go big or go home, okay? All right, with that being the case, uh, I end this. That last question came from Washington, D.C., thank you. I end each and every one of these the exact same way, especially when I do the longer ones. I don't do this with the shorter ones, but with the longer ones, I end them with offering salvation to people who don't have God in their lives. Because guess what, guess what, guess what, guess what? It changed my life and so it's like a, a lottery ticket. If it saved my life, then why would I not want other people to have the same opportunity? So if you have never accepted Jesus, God into your heart, to your soul, into your spirit, I'm gonna give you this opportunity. All you have to do is repeat after me. After you repeat this, then it's done. That's it. As long as you feel it in your heart, believe it in your heart, it's done. And you will start to be on a new uh, trajectory and you will open up a whole new paradigm. And this new paradigm is beautiful. So if you've never, ever, 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 ever in your life given yourself, giving yourself to God and allowed him to be in your heart, just repeat, repeat this prayer after me and it goes a little something like this. Heavenly Father, I come to you from the depths of my heart, realizing I have sinned. I repent of my sins and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the son of God and died on the cross for me and my sins. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It's in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things that I pray this day. Amen, amen, amen. If this was the first time you've ever said that in your entire life, let me be the very first person to welcome you to the kingdom. It's all about kingdom business. It's new rules, a new game plan, and I'm telling you, it's beautiful. If you have never experienced it, this is just day one. So again, welcome to the kingdom. Until next time, R34 Live. Bye.